Hey guys, it's the Great Debates. Yo. <laughs> I don't know if you notice outside, but it's summertime, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere. I know that we've got some Southern Hemisphere fans, and for them, I think this will be a, a, a nice escape. A warm-up. From what is probably a dark winter. I thought today we might do some summertime silver bullets. And Ooh, nice. What this is, is where a we silver drink bullet? Yes. So crack your Coors Lights open. But more importantly, what we're doing here is entering into a debate. And then when one of the debaters just provides the sort of winning argument, uh, and it's clear that that the debate has been won, I'm going to stop the debate right there and say that was the... uh, that was the silver bullet. I love this. And so we're going to do a few of these and see how it goes, and, and then we might dip into some micros later. Um, but we're just looking to have some simple summer debate fun. So Heels is going to take the pro on this first summer silver bullet top. Watermelon is best eaten in triangle-shaped slices. Look, the balls are nice. It's fun to scoop them out. But uh, those triangles, they're perfect. That's why we do them. That's why if you look up... I bet if you Google image search watermelon right now, the first few images will include triangle slices before they include any other way. That's because it works. You slice that watermelon. It's in a shape for slicing into triangles. Your teeth get in there. You work it down to the rind. Then you kind of have the game, the little uh, delector's delight of seeing how close to the rind you want to get. That's up to you. Chuck the rind. You're done. That is why we do it. This is the correct way to do it. Watermelon. We've solved the problem. Triangle slips slices. Peely, you said it yourself. They're in the shape for cutting those into the slices. That's the reason we do it. We've got not because it's the best way to eat it. It's the easiest way to cut up a watermelon is to slice it. But what's the problem with eating it in slices? You get juice on your hands. It's half sucks. the fun. You half the fun, and you know it's half, half the fun. Nobody likes that. Like you said, I go with first balls of all, or only I little kids slices like... chunks. Not only, I just had an adult can perfect can get through a triangle of watermelon perfectly easily without getting juice on their hands. Okay. Yes. When you're a kid, you get a little bit of juice. And you know what? When you're a kid, you love it. You're trying to get the most juice on there. You can. Don't you go, mom, I got my hands. I think I'm, I'm good with uh, half the fun there. Wow. Yeah. Because watermelon, it's a bullshit fruit, right? And it's the whole point is that like it's liquidy and juicy and whatever and the slices, yeah, half the fun. Wow, it's sticky. That's not fun. Come on. I guess I know what you mean. There's always going to be there's a hose nearby. You spray it down. So what do you cool. spray the eat it little cubes Go with a pond. fork? Yes, it's great. You know, I we just used to, ate balls this morning of watermelon. It was fantastic. But also, we when you used scoop, to eat them in like a big round, like a like a slice of ham, that was fun. Oh, that's good. In fact, I used to pretend that it was a big grown-up slice of ham, and I ate it with a fork and knife. That's nice. Pretending something's a ham is a classic of childhood. Mm. Mm. Um, I got another one for you. Healy taking the pro. Eighty-two degrees outside is hot. If you're, if you, I'm Steve Healy. I'm taking the pro. If I go, if I'm about to go outside and I say, "Is it hot out there?" and it's 82, and you say, "No," 
then that's weird because it's hot. Look, maybe not in Florida or uh, the desert of Nevada or here in California, some extremes that may not be that hot. You know what? Even there, it is hot. You're still going to say it's hot. It's just hotter for longer th than the year. You go above 75, it's hot. The average temperature in the U.S. has got to be something like 68. So, of course, adding almost 20 degrees is significantly hotter. You're going to give a heads up. That's a hot temp. It's really not that hot, especially if, like, the air is moving at all. Oh, if it's 82 degrees, yeah, it, if I it's mean, 82 degrees, the only way that it, you're going to say, like, if someone says, is it hot out, if you didn't know what the temperature was, and it was 82 degrees, and you were standing outside, and somebody said, is it hot, you're only going to say it's hot if there's, like, no wind at all, and if it's humid. Otherwise, you're going to be like, it's warm, it's, like, it's sunny, it's nice out, it's not hot, 82 degrees, like... If there's a little breeze, it's going to feel like it's 75. Okay, here's how that would go. Like, you know how that would go down. Is it hot outside? It's warm. Oh, okay, how warm are we talking? 82 degrees? Okay, so it's hot. So I can wear shorts. So I can wear a t-shirt. I definitely don't need no, a jacket. Here's how, it's hot enough that I, won't, I probably won't even need a jacket later when the sun goes down. And if it's nighttime, forget about it. It's definitely hot. That's half the day. Here's how it's going to go down. Uh, is it hot out? Yeah, uh, it's warm. It's like 82. It's nice. It's nice out. You go outside. Or, or sorry, let me offer it. <laughs> sorry. If someone says, is it hot out? He goes, yeah, it's hot out. And then you step outside and it's 82 degrees and there's a little breeze. Versus gonna go, I thought you said it was hot out. It's yeah, like but that was the outside. emphasis of how the guy said it. He said it in the kind of a sarcastic <laughs> no. okay. and aggressive way. He said it like this. He was like, yeah, it's hot out. And then you go outside and it's 82 degrees. The guys, the other guy's going to go like, you said it was hot out. It's like very pleasant outside. It's like a little warm. It's not hot. Mm, give it a it's couple like, minutes. Or are you from Phoenix? Because to uh, most Americans, to Ohio, uh, from Washington. I'll tell you, you know, this. If he was from Phoenix, he'd know that it's very likely to get cool later on. Because the, the places that have the hottest How temperatures tend cool to be. it cool if it's not hot? Okay, it's hot. 82 <laughs> is hot. It can go from warm to cool. You know that. 82, that's actually my, that's what I would say. 82 degrees is warm. It's not hot. It's getting there. It's definitely getting there. Here, let me put it to you this way, Healy. If I say, if it's 88 degrees out there, that's hot. But also 82 hot. degrees. Agreed. Eight, eight in the number is hot. But think about since, think about when you're outside in 88 degrees and how hot that is. And I know I got that. Like, oh, Don't try hot. and rob me of that, Medina. <laughs> I gotcha. It it's we're done. Wait, what did he say? It's not correct. It's not right. But it's a great. <laughs> what was the silver bullet? Eight in the number is hot. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I didn't know what you meant at first. Oh, that's good. We need to have like um, uh, Bob a Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band play. Yes. With oh, that'd be bullet. great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. By the way, eighty-two is not hot. So you I know, know we, how, what did I miss? That's what the thing miss? about the debate. It's not yeah. about what's right. It's you know, um, the the other last couple of weeks we've been. Uh, we've been working on our, our cowboy pool uh, out back because, nice. you know, you can't go anywhere and it's it's like we can't build a pool in this time. So we um, waited for a long time for a stock tank and then we like use the internet. I don't know if anyone else out there has done this. It's super fun and like surprisingly easy. 
Uh, the thing is, we waited forever for the stock tank to show up. Finally, it was in. We could get it. We hooked it all up. And then it went from being 96 every day to being like 82 for a week. We and could use the cowboy pool. It's too cold. It's not heated. That day would have won if he'd said you, you wouldn't go swimming or you wouldn't jump in. Uh, oh, it's, that. You wouldn't go swimming in an unheated pool in 82-degree weather. That's a silver bullet right there. Fuck. I left it just sitting there. <laughs> That's a bummer. Uh, what else we got? I don't know, Healy. We don't have any host chat this week, do we? Oh, yeah. Well, we do have some a slight host chat. First, a piece of business, the store, the Great <laughs> okay. Debates store. Guys, I'm what a store. Which Ta- store? Our merch store. I'm wearing oh, the Great Debates t-shirt. We you have can also merch? get the Great Debates mug. Not Well, the problem, Dan, is that not enough people knew that we had merch. Otherwise, they would have been flocking I did, there. I barely knew. Well, we didn't sell enough merch, so we're going to shut down our store because... Let me tell you, if I did know, I'd completely forgotten about it. But I thing. see that you're wearing a Great Debates t-shirt. What yeah. an incredible logo. Yeah, it looks great. What's the deal Dan with Mc- that logo? Dan, Dan Williams, a great uh, graphic designer we've been friends with for a long time, did this awesome logo. It's on the mug. It's on the shirt. They're quality shirts. Find the store by going to our website, greatdebate69.com. There's a link there. Stock up on this stuff because it's not going to be there forever. Okay. That's our Mm. business. Now, host chat. We're in host chat, I think. But (laughs) given the times, okay, a a lot of people out there are suffering. A lot of people Mm. out there are suffering, you know, economically, psychologically. It's a trying time for almost everybody. I think we're all hearing it. It's tough to acknowledge, tough to deal with. But we don't want to look away from that. We have to acknowledge that suffering. But we also, you know what? We still need to get some pep, get some energy. That's what hopefully Mm. something we provide here on the show. So instead of host Mm. chat today, I thought we could have cheer chat. Ooh, Cheer chat is like host chat, but you can only talk about stuff that is related to cheer, cheerful. You can play with the words any way you like. So Dave, Dan, feel free to pop in. I'll get us started. Cheers. Please. The show, uh-huh. I happen to be watching uh, Sane Elsewhere, uh, the, uh-huh. and I, uh, my wife and I were watching it, and we learned that in Sane Elsewhere, there's a crossover episode where they go to Cheers. Sure. Sane Elsewhere, by the way, is great. Denzel Whoa. Washington, all these great actors. Uh-huh. So they go in Sane Elsewhere to Cheers, so it's shot like Sane Elsewhere, but you're in Cheers, and oh, Carla is there, and Norm, and it's just kind of weird because the... The sassiness of uh, Carla is a little feels a little vicious when it's placed mm. in the realer context of Saint Elsewhere, and likewise. Well, just to be clear, he, you're saying that it's shot single cam, so there's no laugh track, right? Like, yes, it's, yes, there's no studio audience. It's shot as it's though it is part of Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. The Saint Elsewhere's yeah, yeah, yeah. world subsumes Cheers rather than they cross over into Cheers. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting and, and kind of a fun little um, thing to ponder here in Cheer Chat. What was the plot of that? Why did they have to go to Cheers? It wasn't really relevant. I forget why. They just put, they're like, oh, let's pop into this bar, have a drink, talk it over, or something like that. Weird. Yeah. They're both in Washington. How did you watch? Uh, It's on Hulu, something like that. The pacing is so much slower. The TV pacing has just gotten so much faster that the show feels a little slow and ponderous, but Mm. it was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Any cheer chat for us guys? Things that are cheering you up? Making mm. you feel cheerful. Mm. Are, do you either of you guys hear the cheering at nighttime? At, oh, is that sure. still going on? I don't hear it. Where yeah. I'm. We still I don't, hear we it. We don't have it here. 
it's not quite as uh, loud as it used to be, but it still happens at, at eight o'clock every night. I, I, it, actually, it's petered out a fair amount, but I still right. hear something at eight. You know what the Some video I haven't seen that you think and... you might have seen is a high-level cheerleading squad standing at six feet distance outside a hospital and doing some cheers for the frontline docs and so on. I don't think I've that seen would be that. Nice. You'd think that would be an American thing that would occur. I'd like to see that, especially with the success of the sh- the cheer television program this year. Right. That's right. So this has been Cheer Chat. All right, I that's great. I was cheered up by this. I think good. it was really good. Um, let's get back into some summertime uh, sort of silver bullet debates here. Love it. Let's do I've it. Got another one for Healy to take the pro on, uh, Dave, if you don't mind. Of course. Uh, Bruce Springsteen is enjoying his summer. Okay, I'm Steve Healy. I'm taking the pro. Yeah, I think that the uh, awesome... First of all, no one loves summer more than like 60-something-year-old dads. Uh, and Bruce Springsteen may even be a granddad by now. Those are the guys they grill the most. They love sitting outside the most. The years have accumulated. The reminiscing is massive. This is a guy who made his bones on the Jersey Shore, a summertime kind of place. Summer is meaningful to him. And he, yeah, there's no, he's also a centered guy, a guy who's in the moment. He's going to find a way to squeeze everything he can out of this summer. I don't want to get into a debate about whether the summer is worse than previous summers. Doesn't matter. Bruce Springsteen's enjoying it. Well, of course you don't want to get into that debate because that's where you lose. Here's what's going on with Bruce Springsteen right now. Bruce Springsteen and neither of us, I believe, are are, are I wouldn't call myself a Bruce Springsteen fan, no. would you? No. Okay. Um, so I only have sort of like a base really? level. On. Yeah. I mean, I think he is fine, but I never got. I've been to one of his concerts. Same. I one read concert. his book, and he book. just doesn't. He doesn't hit a nerve for me although i do have a great amount of respect for him here's what i know about bruce Springsteen. do you think that's because is that because we're like intellectuals basically and not blue collar bros is that the difference (laughs) or is it a is it a massachusetts prejudice that there could be a poet Mm. from new jersey that might be part that might be a play That could be part of and it. Also, we're, part we're of a little it's... out of the generation that was really hit by Spring. Like by the time I was uh, hearing about Bruce Springsteen, it was dudes older than me being like, "Dude, it is so." It was like over praised to the point where I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna find my own thing." He, that's kind of what I think about it. Is like my personal experience is that like he defines like traditional like rock and roll in in a way that was like to me as like a kid in the suburbs being taught by like friends, older brothers and like the cool kids, like what was cool. He was never described as cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. so it's like hard to mention pavement and Bruce Springsteen in the same breath. Okay. So let me pull you out of that for a sec. Cause basically what we're talking about, you're talking about a cool is sort of edgy, uh, a little out of the mainstream, something contrary, a little bit of edge to it, and he's not that. Okay, he's mainstream guy. Mainstream guys enjoy their summer. It oh, matters. well, you sucked me back into the debate. Oh, okay. No, well, the, but here's what I know about Bruce Springsteen is that he's actually like, I actually think that he is 
more thoughtful than we're led to believe. I think that he actually has like a greater existential sort of like state of mind. I know that he is, here's what I think is going on simply put with Bruce Springsteen is that he is having like a summer of reckoning where he knows that he is a person of privilege. Who's like able to not just survive these COVID times, but like thrive in them because it's easier for him than ever. to so like social He's not distance. enjoying his summer because he's thriving. Because it's easy I mean, for him thrive. to thrive. I mean, thrive in a sort of like get by easily using your money way, and not and not in a sort of like emotional and existential way. I think just the opposite is happening, where he knows that he's supposed to represent the people, and I think that he might be trying in some way to like work through this with his music. But I think so it's you're a saying there's a difficult... good, worthwhile project to be working through on top of everything no, else, think, on top of having friends, family, really, he, uh, career I, to look he back knows. on. He is not going to, like, trying to write, like, the equivalent of The Rising about COVID-19 is, like, virtually impossible. You can't write an album. I know. That's probably why he was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to enjoy my summer. I'm going to stop the the debate because it's it's not like there was a phrase there, but this is the angle for sure. The boss is the thinking man's working man, and and he's got a lot of empathy. And yeah. he's having a hard time with it right now. I mean, so yeah, I, you I won the debate. That was the right Congratulations. argument. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, he can't. He knows that he can't. He shouldn't be enjoying the mm. summer, and that's mm-hmm. why he can't enjoy the summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got wait, one last one, and then we're gonna wrap out of here and go swimming. Love this it. is a pr- approvable. Oh, okay. Uh, Medina has three or more bathing suits. That's me, Medina. I'm taking the pro. Is that more life affirming? Yeah, I think so. Medina, do you know right now how many bathing suits? Oh, actually, you know what? Don't even answer that. Healy, just let's go. Oh, ahead. All right. I guess, I, I'm guessing I've been assigned. Do you want me to take the pro? Do you want me to take the pro? Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever you want. Take whatever you want. Take either side. Medina's got more than three bathing suits. Here's why. First of all, we know that he's got, he just was talking about this cowboy pool. So he's got reason to like have, he probably just bought a new one just for that. He was like, I should get myself a nice new bathing suit. Also, like Medina's, we're all about the same age. He's been around for a long time. I, Medina does not strike me as the type of person who like throws away old clothing. I think maybe he repurposed some or like he keeps them around. And they may be like in a storage room or they may be in like an old suitcase or something. But three bathing suits is like a small number for a, a man, a grown man, to buy and purchase and hold on to over the course of their lifetime. Like, of course he's got three bathing suits. Also, bathing suits are the kind of thing that you end up buying when you, like, go on a trip and you forgot to bring your bathing suit. And so then you go, oh, I got to buy a bathing suit. I'll buy one. It's $18 down at the fucking thing. Oh, well, I'll, of course I'm going to keep it. Now I've got another bathing suit. It's like they're... You know, there's no reason that, he, like, it, I'm hard-pressed to think of a situation where a grown man would end up with two bathing suits or fewer because ultimately, like, you're just not going to throw away old bathing suits and eventually you're going to you're gonna accumulate three or more bathing suits. I think he's got four at least. Okay, that's definitely the case for it, and I like that, but I feel pretty strongly that Medina doesn't have three or more bathing suits. Here's why. Medina moved recently. When you move, you're mm-hmm. like, fuck this. I don't need three bathing suits. I need two bathing suits. That's the absolute maximum number of bathing suits you could possibly <laughs> ever need is two. You can't wear more than two at once. You have two, two different styles, two different feelings. One's but if wet, you one's have dark, an, you're fine. You have two. Pool, That's the kind of thinker Medina them is. And wash them. Okay, Dave. For, you had plenty of time to talk. Furthermore, Medina is a dad. 
a father of two. Uh-huh. He just had a second child, uh, mazel yeah. to that. But a he, dad, he's in the pool all day long. A dad does not go and buy a new bathing suit. That is not something that happens. A dad has his bathing suits. He's had them for 10 years. They work fine. There's no problem. Picture your dad in a bathing suit. It's the same bathing suit every single time. It's not lots of different bathing suits. He doesn't suits. have to go buy a He's bathing got suit. Two he goes bathing on suits. Amazon and buys the same bathing suit he bought like 10 years ago. What, when does he have he time to do that? In between changing diapers and doing his work the guy's and keeping recording up with the COVID, a podcast he's right sitting now. He there, he's going to go on Amazon and, and like read bathing suit reviews? No, thank you. Finally, no, he doesn't have to. He in this day and age, this day and age, every pair of basketball shorts, athletic shorts, doubles as a bathing suit you're fine you even if you don't have a bathing suit you have oh, something to go in the pool in my in. favor that's of no those aren't got, bath- of course, they don't count as legit are. bathing suits but they serve of the function of course they do no. if, he's, if he's worn them in a pool then they count as a bathing suit. not true they're the basketball shorts he wore in the pool because he couldn't find a bathing suit hey can i borrow a bathing suit yeah you use these uh, oh no perfect. i have a basketball shorts. <laughs> oh yeah those, those will work soccer shorts yeah i'll, I'll get yeah Thanks. those will work that's a bathing suit that's not doesn't make it a bathing suit dave it doesn't make it a bathing suit here, here's what happens. Hey, you got a ba- hey? Can I borrow a bathing suit? Oh yeah, of course. I've got three or more of them because I'm a grown man. Here's an extra <laughs> pair, and I still have at least two other pairs. That's what's going to happen when you go to Medina's house. There's a great point actually that now that he has a pool, he's probably got extra pairs on hand to make sure that he can loan them to someone also, if they come he over. Just and- got the pool. He just got it. The next <laughs> thing you do, I mean, maybe he's the, I don't think he's the kind of. There are people who might be like, I'm going to get a wonderful new costume to celebrate my new pool. No, this guy's making a pool out of a stock tank. You know, he doesn't give a shit what his fashion is. This he doesn't. Well, he he may not even have one bathing suit. I mean, I think you've just demonstrated just how far away from Medina's mindset you are by calling it like a costume. Yeah, he's not that That's guy. Like, but okay, but no one. Um, well, I don't know. I, I guess, guess I we really didn't hit the silver bullet, the but but I think the over under here. It's approval. We don't need to hit a, the silver yeah, bullet. Yeah, you don't need to. This is great debate. To, a, a total tie, one hundred percent tie. We're going to get to the results in a minute, but here's why. First of all, Dave. <laughs> Right off the bat, nailing it. Um, doesn't really th- throw old clothes away. Uh, has a few bathing suits. Uh, there was something else that you said that really <laughs> hit the nail on the head, and I was nodding. But where was the old ba- uh, bathing suit? It was in a bin of clothes that I wasn't sure if I was going to put into the new drawers or not at the new house that we just moved to Healy. Yes. I threw it away. Just moved. There's been some editorial. If I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know how many bathing suits I have, but the closet's (laughs) right next door. I'm going to go check while you wait. And then I'm going to come back to you with the results. Wow. This is exciting. Dave, how many bathing suits do you have? Yes. Just got the pool. Have like a web page open on the phone with a bathing suit that I might get, but Ooh, I haven't gotten it close. yet. Yes, he's close. That's amazing, Dave. How many how bathing many suits? Bathing... What's your bathing suit count? Uh, I believe I BSC. have. This summer, just two... go up to people and say, "What's your BSC?" And they'll, they'll they'll if they listen to the great debates, they'll know. <laughs> they'll say two, three, one. Actually, just one, just this one. And people My will be BSC... like, "What are you guys talking about?" I believe it's two, but I have like two pairs of like what I guess you would call running shorts sure, or something yeah. that I that I walk in that could very easily be and like one of them has lining, but it's not sold as a bathing suit. There, those guys like are killing shirt. the bathing suit industry. You got to imagine how many. What's, 
Healy, what's your BSC real quick? My BSC, I think I'm going to say two. I might have a third one kicking around that I just never got rid of. Yeah, see, that's the thing is you know you've got one like (laughs) I've got one where the strings don't work and I can't remember if I threw it away or not. I probably didn't. It's probably somewhere. But honestly, I need need two bathing suits. Oh, Medina's got two. Two bathing suits. But here's the thing. Had three, threw one out, waiting to buy the new one. Very soon. So three is the kind of right number. <laughs> three is. I have a total good. of something like five pairs of shorts. The shorts I'm wearing right now, I have worn in the ocean. They're not uh-huh. a bathing suit. It's not right. right as a bathing suit. There's too much visibility there. You need the lining. I think it's part of the deal. So. It's- I, I would say that I've, it's crossed my mind, the idea that you could use the certain shorts as the bathing suit, but there's definitely a hard and fast line. The point is here, you guys hit all of the sort of <laughs> notes of the bathing suit um, debate. I'd like to hear from the debates out there or from uh, any, any debate followers who date men, what is the ideal BSC in a potential boyfriend, girlfriend? If you could, If you could only say, I'm looking for a boyfriend and... Your friend says, "What what what's an ideal BSC?" Because I cut a couple different styles of guys. What number do you think is right? Maybe it's different for each person. Wait, I have a talking point question here, which has never occurred to me. Is the is that the purpose of the lining in the bathing suit? Is it a modesty lining so that the outline of your situation isn't as like discernible? Yeah, I, I thought it was an outline. Can, I fuzzier. think so. I that's think, interesting. I, I mean, guess I at least in my about, experience, that's what it does. Well, there may be a slight like Victorian like, uh, sense that having two layers is you know just the correct number. You mm, can't just have mm. uh, your dick right up against the material. Either because also, then, it's then there's a, only material it's a between darker and a area else. than just the skin, and you know, for both. I guess I thought it was like protective of like sand and stuff, but now that I think about it, if anything, like when you're at the beach, it ends up like holding a bunch of sand in it somehow at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. You're like, how'd all this sand get in there? But also, I guess there's a different type of modesty of it, which is that it, pro- like, if you're lying on the beach. Like on your back, if you have lining, then people can't like see straight up your legs to see your genitals. Also that, also that. <laughs> right? Yeah. All I right. think there's maybe, also, yeah. a, there's like a wet t-shirt element that the lining protects uh-huh. from. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, for sure. Right on. Hey, what a fun <laughs> time we had here on the Summer Silver Bullet episode. <laughs> I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, that was great. Um, well, guys, I hope everybody's staying cool, and I uh, hope uh, you're having a great summer in spite of everything that's going on. Hit the and store. we'll see you real soon here uh, on The Great Debates. The Great Debates is produced by Mark Caricello. The theme song was composed by Christopher Knight. The debaters are Steve Healy and Dave King, and the podcast is moderated by Dan Medina.